0: Welcome to another episode of Racing with Ryan. I'm your host, Ryan Stevens, the voice of the new Smyrna Speedway, and with me as always is the super spotter herself, Margo Sterling. How are you doing, Margo?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, so, of course, it hasn't been the week that we all wanted it to be, I can I can tell you that much, and I know everybody's been on their shows talking about the elephant in the room, so, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about David Rogers here on this episode, and, and kind of talk about uh, what happened in the racing world last week, and what we got coming up this week, because uh, let, let's face it, it's Florida in the spring, and it's it's race season, finally. Finally. I mean, y- you get to Speed Weeks, and you're like, alright, Speed Weeks, yes, alright, but then after that, you kind of get this lull, but now we're in March, so... And we got NASCAR going on, we got all the short tracks in action and it seems like everybody is in action this weekend.
1: Yeah. I think everybody is this weekend, except New Smyrna, that is.
0: It's uh it's gonna be a busy weekend. Yes. But uh well let's go ahead and let's let's talk about it. Of course we've uh we've lost somebody very important in the racing community and uh, I know everybody is everybody's beaten up about this thing. I mean, you go on Facebook and you see the tributes and everybody calling into various shows, talking about their stories. And I figure, you know, we'll we'll, we'll take some time and, and share some more stories. Because I know, I know you have a ton of stories. You've known David your entire life. So um, I'll let you kind of take the floor here. And why don't you share, share us one of your favorite memories about David Rogers?
1: Um, well, I shared it with Rusty and Adam and the, everyone on Short Track News today. Um not quite my favorite David Rogers story, but definitely the most sentimental to me is during Speed Weeks. You know how much Dawson loves that car just because it's orange and blue and it has the horses on it. Uh we spent a little bit of time every day that Dawson was at the track with David. And the I think it was the last night that David raced, he Dawson and I walked down there because, of course, Patrick Thomas was there. So we were going to see Pat-Pat and Brad May and David. And uh, Dawson was being his typical three-year-old, missed-his-nap-time self, so a handful and a half. And David asked me, he's like, hey, will he wear a hat? I don't have any shirts, but will he wear a hat? And I told him, I was like, yeah, maybe for about two seconds, then he's going to throw it on the ground because he just doesn't like anything on his head. kids do, yeah. Um, but that didn't stop David from going and into his toolbox, his pit cart and grabbing his hat that he wore all of the time for every race. If you saw David Rogers wearing a TM ranch hat, that is now the hat hanging in our
0: living room. It's so crazy that that hat is literally a couple feet away.
1: He put it on Dawson's head and it stayed there for about seven seconds. So four more than I thought it would. And Dawson threw it on the ground. Well, David picked it right back up and said, Nobody, you don't throw my hat down. <laughs> and he put it right back on his head. And it became a game of Dawson was throwing the hat down and David was picking it up, putting it back on his head. And uh, now we have that hat. Like, just that little five-minute communication between my three-year-old and David now means more to me than it did then. Right. Because I thought that we would probably have that same communication once the season started because david rogers has i told you and i posted on my facebook and i told rusty and adam i have never been to new smyrna where david wasn't at least a part of a big race whether he was the grand marshal or he was racing and winning and kicking everybody's ass or if he was just having a tough night I have always walked up to David Rogers in the pit area and gave him a hug like I would my own grandfather. I usually stood right next to him for driver's meetings and then, like, with Dawson, you know, just taking him to go see David. In my family, you are a born and bred David Rogers fan. I also told Rusty and Adam, you know, I had tried to rebel and become a Dickie Anderson fan. It might have been Wayne. I was so young at the time. I don't know. I tried to cheer against David Rogers and we were at Orlando. I think this is actually the night of the big, the race where David had his big wreck at Orlando when he broke his teeth out or knocked his teeth out because he hit the, the wall Orlando so hard. Dodge
0: 125. Yeah,
1: it might have been this same race if it wasn't whatever, same thing. It was a big super late model race. My entire family was cheering for David. I'm like, well, I'm going to be a little asshole. I'm going to cheer for an Anderson or Travis Kittleson or somebody. And I think that night it just happened to be either Wayne or Dickie Anderson. And we were sitting in the grandstands just below the tower, almost towards turn one at Orlando. And I started cheering for somebody that wasn't David Rogers. And my mom goes, I hope these grandstands feel good because this is where you're sleeping tonight. They they
0: taught you quick, didn't they?
1: I mean, I still tried to rebel, but... Well, that's what you've
0: always done. Yeah,
1: but I mean, as a child in my family, you are pretty much born being a David Rogers fan. The only other one that tried to rebel aside from me was my sister Brantley, who for some reason, ever since she was like six months to a year old has always been terrified of David Rogers, which I don't understand. She's terrified of Ricky Brooks. That one I understand. David Rogers, not so much. <laughs> well,
0: it's, it's, they kind of talked about it. Like maybe not having David Rogers at the track last year makes it easier. No, but the the thing is he wasn't in the car much last year, but he was still around. Like you mentioned, you know, he was Grand Marshal for, for an event. He was around for Governor's Cup. Hell he practiced at Governor's Cup. We're all thinking he's he's getting better. And and you know, he was at Red Eye and he was at Speed Weeks and we're thinking, All right, we're gonna have another season with David Rogers and, and just just like that, now it's like the reality of there there's not gonna be any more David Rogers. Like last year was like, okay, not this year, but next year he'll be back just as good as ever. And now it's like sunk in that there isn't going to be another season with David Rogers, and that's that's hard to swallow because, like you've said, and like most people that are still into New Smyrna Speedway racing or following late model racing as a whole, are used to David Rogers, and well, that's and going to be tough.
1: Like they were saying earlier on short track news that, like you were saying, maybe him not racing with us last year would make it a little bit easier for me. It does the exact opposite. Last year he wasn't racing because he was trying to be healthy. He was trying to battle this year. He's not racing because he's not here. And I don't remember who it was. I can't remember if it was, I, I can't remember who it was on the show today said something about David Rogers always telling Clyde, you know, it's Clyde's way or the highway. And now Clyde Hart has a section of highway 44 named after him. Right. But, uh, Andrew, It wasn't Andrew because he commented at the same time as I was starting to comment, you know, it's funny you hear it's Clyde's way or the highway. And now Clyde has the highway, but, uh, there's, it's just, like I said, I've, I've never known a time at new Smyrna Speedway that there wasn't that David Rogers wasn't there or wasn't involved. So this year is going to be really weird.
0: It it is. And it's, let me, let me just tell you my story uh, about really my first major interaction with, with David Rogers besides just going down for interviews. Um, I, I My first season at New Smyrna, I, I started right after Speed Weeks. So I did my first season and, you know, I was the new guy. I was kind of shy. I was breaking into the sport, that kind of thing. It was my first Speed Week. So uh, after my first regular season, my first Speed Weeks, and I was helping the marketing guy uh, with all the contingency stuff because he couldn't be there. And... He gave me this assignment, like, okay, here's all the stuff. I need you to go to the driver's meeting, and I need you to tell everybody, you know, what's going on, what they can win, how they can win it, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm a little, not nervous, but just anxious for my first speed weeks and and just all the stuff I had to do and, and this extra bit of stuff that I took on. And they're calling the drivers at five minutes of the driver's meeting, so I go over to where they're having it, and I'm standing on the edge of pit wall. And I'm looking at my papers and I'm thinking things over because I got to go up there and talk to all these, all these people at the drivers meeting, and it's the first one of speed weeks, and you know, so I'm just feeling kind of nervous. And, and I'm, 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 there, but I'm not there. I'm kind of in the moment, and all of a sudden, someone comes up from behind and kind of bear hugs me, uh, you know, grabs me by the shoulder and gives me a big old bear hug. And I turn to my left, and it's David Rogers, and he just looks at me, and goes, "It's good to see you again," and. You know, and I said, "Good to see you too, David." We shook hands. He walked off, and and it was kind of that moment right there. Where I'm like, I felt like I belonged. Yeah. Because if David Rogers, who is like iconic to New Smyrna Speedway, is going to take the time to not just say, you know, just wave as he walks by, but to grab my shoulders and kind of give me that welcoming hug, like, "I'm glad you stuck around," or "I'm glad you made it," you know what I mean? That made me feel like I belonged at the track. Because mm-hmm. Dave, like I knew going into, you know, being a fan, even before I started working there, just as being a fan, that David Rogers was a big deal. I mean, like people have talked about it, his damn cars painted on the elevator shaft. So if you walk into New Smyrna Speedway before you see any cars on the track, you see that iconic eleven, and then you're going to see it on the track. So you know, wait a minute, okay, this guy's out there on the track. His car is painted on the track. He must be something, right?
1: He is New Smyrna Speedway,
0: right? In you know, when when and that's kind of when I felt comfortable, like, okay, I can go up to David Rogers. A lot of times I got to know some of the lower level guys, the lower division guys, but I kind of left the late model guys alone because I felt like, you know, they were they were bigger, more important, and I didn't want to bother them. But after that moment I felt like I could always go up to David Rogers. And I'm telling you, anytime I went over there to talk to him, he could be having the worst day, it could be a hundred degrees out, and he would always just take the time to talk to you. And he'd he never, you know, on all the social media things I did, I could always walk up to David Rogers and just talk to him. You know, it was never like, hey, can I borrow you for a minute? It was always like, he was glad to talk. What? And he was just a welcoming person, a good person. You know what I mean?
1: Was it Clyde Hart last year? I know David was the Grand Marshal, but was that the race that Bubba drove in David's car? Yes. Okay. So that was the day before I ever got my picture taken with Bubba where I wanted to go in the holler and talk to David, and he invi- or they told us to go in. Yes. And then I, I asked David, I was like, can I talk to Bubba for a minute? And he's like, yeah, he's right there. Go talk right, to him. Right. He's like, you've never been nervous about a race car driver. Why are you now? And it was just me, because I was such a huge Bubba Pollard fan. And then I finally got my picture taken with Bubba during the autograph session, and David's like, did you get what you want? Like, he was totally making fun of me because I was fangirling. But... It, like David, who's known me my entire life, he's like, I've never seen you nervous to walk up to any race car driver, and you were. I'm like, yeah, it's Bubba Pollard. It's different.
0: I love that pairing with with Rogers and uh, Bubba Pollard. I mean, they're when you look at them, they're two completely different guys. They sound different. They look different. But they.
1: But it is the best of the best combined. It the is. best in Southeast short track racing. Shit, she went up to Vermont last year yeah. and did. Oh, did he even finish the milk ball? Yeah, he was there. He was there. Yeah. He he was representing the Southeast. That's right. And then you have David Rogers, who is such a, no, like, that is a name if you are involved in short track racing in the state of Florida. You know David Rogers. If you are involved in short track racing in the country, you know who Boba Pollard is. Right. They're both very good names
0: I, in I our sport. I loved that, you know, even though David Rogers wasn't racing last year, uh, after his diagnosis, I love still having the 11 there, and I loved having Bubba Pollard behind the wheel because you knew he was going to go give it his all and he was going to help that team. Mm-hmm. And when they first started at Speed Weeks, the first night was rough, man. I was like, ooh, that car is not it, it, as David Rogers said, that car is evil. Yep. And, and Bubba worked with the team and they got it right and won the championship. And it's great to see that car well, and- back in victory lane. And unfortunately, you know, David had more bad luck. In, During this year's Speed Weeks, and they didn't even finish because they got taken out two, three times, and and it it was disappointing, but I didn't think that was going to be the end, though, you know?
1: I remember after Speed Weeks last year, before you and I started dating, we were talking, and you messaged me on Facebook on my mom's one-year anniversary of her death, I have some news for you, can I call you? And you're like, I have news for you, you can't let this out until tomorrow. Yeah. And... You, I sent you my phone number. You called me, and he, and you said, are you ready for this? And I'm like, well, I don't know. And you're like, it's about David Rogers, and then immediately my heart sank. And ever since then, every update about David we have gotten from John Collard. Yeah. Every update, you have been the first one to tell me everything about David's cancer treatment, everything, we got through it together. So Sunday, when I got the notification that he had passed, it was almost like the tables had turned almost exactly a year apart. And I had to call you because you were out running errands. I had to call you and I think you could hear it in my voice as soon as you answered the phone.
0: Well, I I knew immediately something was wrong because, you know, I kind of, I got up and and left and, you know, you're like, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to sleep in. I'm not feeling that great. And when you called me crying, I'm like, "Oh, is she like sick? Like sick, sick?" And then you told me that, and I, it caught me off guard. Like I was not expecting to hear that because I, I was out and about. I wasn't on Facebook. I wasn't on social media. So I had, I had no idea. And I, when I had kind of read on defeated David that, you know, some things weren't looking that great. I'm like, oh, that's not what I wanted to hear." And I was expecting, all right, maybe maybe we're not having David Rogers behind the wheel of a race car, but I did not expect.
1: But then, like, 30 minutes after I had gotten off the phone with you, you come home with my Starbucks. About 10 minutes later, you got the text from John. And yeah. I was so glad, but also still heartbroken that I had to break well, the yeah, news to you, you over see, the phone. You
0: see one thing on social media, and you want it to not be true. You yeah. want it to be... You know, someone misheard something and it's but incorrect.
1: I was so glad that I got to call you and tell you the news because a year and a month ago, it was you talking to John Collard and asking him if you could tell me because you knew how much David meant to me yeah. and my family. So it's it's just been a bittersweet week. Can we stop talking about it now, please? Yeah. I don't want to I, cry.
0: I, I think. You know that's kind of where everybody's at at this point. We've, we've all had our moments to say what we wanted. To, and, and watching that three-hour boring show, it was great to hear all the perspectives, all these different people calling in uh, about David Rogers and and Brad May breaking down on the phone. Like
1: I still have not finished watching Brad May's interview because hard, when man, Brad because May cries, we all cry.
0: And, and, you know, that's another thing. I know you want to change subjects here, but another thing about David Rogers is he was the guy who you could go to for advice and he'd give it to you. I mean, look at him. He groomed Brad May. And now Brad May, he's going to become the icon of New Smyrna Speedway. David David groomed him. He's patched that torch now to Brad May. And Poor I know Brad, Brad May is going to be very humble if you mention that to him, that he's now the face of New Smyrna Speedway as far as the late models go. But, you know... If, if you have a guy like David Rogers grooming you, take that torch. Run well, with it. You and, know what I mean?
1: And Andrew had mentioned during his call-in on Short Track News today how David and he had gotten into the conversation of, you know, there's not many Saturday Night heroes.
0: Oh, but he like, was. But, he I was mean, there.
1: aside from him, but looking at, aside from David, he said there's not that many Short Track superstars, Saturday Night heroes, one-track wonder, whatever you want to call them. That kids are looking up to these days. And well, I I kind of, in my head, I'm like, well, he's wrong because my three year old knows Patrick Thomas. He knows Brad May. He knows yeah, Rich but, Clouser. But and is... like when he comes to the racetrack, those are the three he, please, you know as well as I do. My kid is happy to see Patrick Thomas, Brad May, Rich Clouser, Devin McLeod, George Gorham. I could keep going on because. Those are the ones I shit. I grew up with half of them watching some of them. Yeah. The younger ones, obviously, but I how grew up many with as friends.
0: Have you seen come and go through New Smyrna Speedway? So many. How many people have stuck around like David Rogers? Nobody, absolutely nobody.
1: Well, Brad May tours around the state, but I feel like he's going to be that short track superstar, the 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 the, the short track hero that David Rogers right. was he, talking like I said, about. He's
0: going to take that torch now because but, David Rogers was the guy. Who ninety nine percent of the time you could count on him being there, you know.
1: Uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to slurp.
0: Besides injury, or you know, f- he he had, the last few years he'd been running the Blizzard series, and so that he could, you know, get entry for the snowball. So there, yeah, he, you know. But his his he was committed to New Smyrna Speedway, and and he was that one guy in the late model division that you could count on week in and week out being there, you know, and. We just don't have that very much this year, and you know we have it with Brad May now, but that's only been a recent thing since he got it with Bobby Sears in the nine so then car. I,
1: then I guess we just have to look at Michael Trachy. He's always at New Smyrna.
0: Yeah, but he's he's talking about doing some sports and racing, some go kart racing. It's, he's gonna pick and we got all these people that pick and choose, which is fine.
1: But even David. Traveled around the state, whether he was running asphalt or dirt. It's not wrong to do that. Yeah. Now, you know, you know, know there are certain drivers, no matter where they're racing, I'm following their race at. Of course. And I think that's what we need. Yes, we need somebody that we can cheer every Saturday. And I think Brad May is going to become that person or Daniel die when he's not doing the other tour. But something like that is what, I mean, Shit, every Saturday night for the last 23 years, I've looked for David Rogers' car in the pits. I love knowing that Dawson has Mr. the King. That's what he calls Daniel Die Most of the time when Dawson's at a race, Daniel's there, or Brad May's there. Patrick Thomas was there, then somebody had to go and buy his race car. (laughs) Still a little bit bitter about that. But there are still people, like, no matter where they're racing at, I follow them. Yeah. I still have my short track heroes, my Saturday night superstars. Not so much one track wonders anymore. Thank you for that, Patrick Thomas. But I have drivers that I follow, and I don't care where they're racing as long as they're still doing
0: it. Yeah, and, and that's why on this show, yeah, we, you know, we go to New Smyrna every week. I work there. Uh, she grew up there, uh, so we we I'm talk a lot about New Smyrna. But that, that's why we like to talk about all the stuff going on in florida in, in racing because there's it's more than just one place or one driver or one track or, or one series there's, there's so much it's community and if that isn't ever more true right now by the outpouring of support for david rogers and his family then i don't know what to tell you um you know it's going to be very different this year knowing last year we knew why the 11 wasn't there and we knew he'd be back and this year we don't know what's going to happen with that team. Will they continue? I hope they do. That's the one thing that pissed me off on the ball ring is, is Stephen Nassi taking shots at, at who helped out drive that car. I mean, taking shots at Bubba Pollard uh, saying, oh, that team needs to just retire well, the car and this and that. I, think, I hope they go on.
1: I think I texted you that, I've known Stephen Nassie longer than Stephen yeah, Nassie's known Stephen Nassie.
0: I get it. but He
1: pissed me off. I understand. And I know some of you people are going to listen to this and come. The rivalries
0: are great. I ain't saying on, that, wait, wait. that there shouldn't be a robbery.
1: But... I know that I... people are going to listen to this and message me. Oh, you're going to bash Stephen Nassi? Really? Well, yeah, at that, I'm going to. I've known Stephen Nassie since he had acne and braces. I can. For you to take shots at somebody while quote unquote paying tribute to someone else that just that's shows right that your it. character is a lot lower than the person you're taking shots at and quite frankly i hope you take a door shot and don't recover from it i mean sorry in that not moment sorry. that was
0: not the platform and that's why you could tell that they kind of cut that short and they didn't have anything to say All about right, it we're
1: done with you now uh,
0: yeah pretty much and i was kind of like just go put your helmet on and go race the guy at five flags this weekend See,
1: but what what cracks me up is I brought it up to you, and then I brought it up to another friend of mine. They're like, "Oh, well, every time him and Nasty or him and Bubba Pollard have raced, they've raced clean. Yeah, okay, that's fine. You're gonna race clean because you know Bubba Pollard can tear your shit up or fight you. But then you're gonna get on a phone call or a microphone and run your mouth.
0: Yeah. It's- just not it's not called for like it just wasn't the time to do that it
1: really wasn't and i don't hate steven nass no,
0: me either i love having steven nassi in the field he's aggressive he's fun he's and he's a great guy but i did not like him taking that shot at Bubba pollard
1: exactly that's that what moment. pissed me off so i had to turn off the bullring because it just it pissed me off so much and knowing that bob and the thick accent guy. I can't think Alan. of his name. Alan, cut it short. Makes me so happy. Yeah. Because that's not why you were ever on their show. Right. But anyways, we're gonna yeah. change. the While with, with we that... were t- while we're talking about other things going on. Yeah.
0: We'll we'll go ahead and move on. Last thing I want to say about David Rogers is uh, it's not gonna be the same. Uh, opening day is gonna be tough with the Superlight Model Fifty, but um, I know we're gonna have. I know the track is working on some things, and I don't really know what they are yet, but. I know at least during opening ceremonies and stuff, we will honor David. I am looking forward to that, to kind of send it off. And, and uh, we know that David's going to be looking down on us this year, and everything's going to be all right. And uh, we will miss him. And it will be tough, but yes. we'll uh, we'll keep on keeping on. That's, that's what he would want us to do. Yes. So we're going to keep on keeping on, um, move on into uh, some of the racing action that happened this weekend. Where do you want to start? Where do you want to begin with the the recap of the weekend?
1: Do uh, you go ahead and start wherever you want? I'm trying to pull up the ARCA entry list for Pensacola. This okay, weekend.
0: well we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, there was a lot of racing action, of course. Uh, the pro trucks were down at 417 Speedway, correct? They were at 417. Showtime. There. Oh yeah, that's okay. So, is Pro Trucks right? Pro Trucks and Sportsman at uh, at Showtime. Yes. And I guess the 50 lap, and it was not a Florida Pro Truck Challenge Series race. I want to make that clear. No, it was it just was a regular a- Pro Truck race. And I think it took, what did you say, an hour and 23 minutes to get through that thing?
1: Uh, between an hour and 17 an hour and 21 minutes yeah. so entirely so too long for. it was a rough race. race
0: and i think they had about 20 trucks which is great and,
1: and they and inverted five i believe five rows but it was it five was. yes because yeah. lester qualified somewhere and ended up i think he qualified pole and had to start so 10th. they, they inverted about
0: rough. half the field uh from what we gather it was a bit of a wreck fest and steve darvallix ended up winning the thing and i think the the rear clip of the car or the car there i go again that truck. damn
1: truck looked like a
0: pin i know it was all smashed to pieces the pictures that, i saw was incredible
1: that race and i'm not going to bash yoho i'm not going to bash the drivers i'm not bashing anyone that race looked like a demolition derby yeah
0: after, after and i know the...
1: nothing about it but what i've read on facebook i know right. it wasn't of a course. series race
0: no it was just a regular you know showtime speedway truck race just like we had the new smorna trucks
1: but I also saw people trying to blame Yoho because of the invert and all this stuff. I'm sorry, from what Robert read... Yoho, the race director, the flagman, and the spotters aren't the ones behind the wheel of those trucks.
0: Yeah. And and from what I read from uh, uh, Jake Wilson, their announcer's Facebook, it was a rough night over there. I guess they were kind of understaffed and things just didn't go the way that they. Saw it, but at the same time, you still got to be responsible for driving your truck. So, yeah,
1: like people were trying to blame the racetrack, and I'm and, sorry, and that'd that's be what, like trying to. That's what to everybody
0: does in today's complainer age. You get on like, Facebook and blame everybody else.
1: It's like people, oh, Jake Wilson said my name wrong, so I'm, I wrecked. Well, it's not the announcer's job to drive your damn
0: car. And you know what? If they were down a tow truck, it. it wouldn't have been a problem if you all use your heads a little bit, but anyways. anyways.
1: Not no we're not here to bash no, the drivers. No, no, no. It just
0: <sighs> But there's there's all that back and forth on Facebook and there's two sides to every story, and you know
1: So unfortunately it, I cannot find the results from that race. So I just know Steve Darwalix won. Yeah,
0: which which he's not really running for points anywhere, from what I gather. He's not been running the series. He just kind of comes out, races when he can and he still he still gets it done. And, I know uh,
1: that they also had sportsmen on the schedule and yeah, I don't think it was a sportsman it, fifty. It, I it think was it was twin twenty five. It
0: was supposed to be a fifty, but I think they only got twelve cars. So Yoho decided to make it uh, twin 25s. Which That's is fine. That's the story there.
1: But I only know the results from the final 25, which well, was Jeff Schofield. Schofield won them both, correct? Oh, okay, I, I guess. Yeah, and then, I, I'm
0: pretty sure Jeff Schofield won them both, and George Gorham was there, Devin McLeod was there, Jake Perkins was I there. I know
1: the final one, the last one, was Schofield, Devin McLeod, and Jake Perkins, and, Jake Perkins, and Perkins, right. that beautiful silver and orange machine. Yep. Sorry, Devin, your car's beautiful. No offense, but
0: I kind of hope he wins the best parent car contest so he comes to our first Sportsman race. Just saying.
1: I mean, that's fine as long as Devin McLeod wins his current matchup.
0: Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, it sounded like a kind of rough night for Showtime to kind of kick off their regular season, but you know what? Not every night's going to be perfect.
1: But it wasn't as rough as Citrus's night. Yeah,
0: let's, let's talk about that here for a minute. So they had, they had their sprint cars for the big main event over there, correct?
1: Yes, and I have no results from that, and I should because I have friends that run sprint cars, but well, I have let me zero see if results. I can,
0: let me see if I can, find the sprint car results here real quick we're talking about it, but let's go ahead and talk about the crazy, crazy situation that happened over there. I've never seen anything like that in my well, life. they
1: had two crazy situations.
0: They had two? What was the one,
1: other one? One, bound and down. I mean, y'all can all play Dixie in your head. A um, mini stock, or mod mini, ah, shit, a it's bomber a bomber, bomber went over the hill, into the light pole hill?
0: Yeah, so they On the to front to, stretch, to set the scene. They had the lights in the infield to protect the cars, many of the lights. They have giant hills or mounds And And this car ramped right up the hill.
1: Eastbound and down.
0: Yep. Right over the hill and on top of the pace car. And then he flipped over.
1: Well, he kind of, he landed and then he flipped. It was a very He landed like on on his,
0: it was like roof to roof. Yeah. So the mini stock or the modern mini, I'm sorry, the bomber thing hits the pace car while he's upside down and kind of does another like catapult flip off the top. And and it was insane. And
1: just, we can laugh about it now because everybody okay. was okay. Yeah. The driver of the race car, the driver of the pace car, and the passenger in the pace car were all fine.
0: They Incredibly. are all good. I can only imagine what the pace car driver's thinking. Is he sitting there? Doo, 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 doo,
1: I the would path. have needed new underwear. Oh, for sure, and probably a new heart. Absolutely, it was. It, it looked terrifying and every different view that I see of the video. Is just even more scary, and then a. I want to say it was Kyle Peters and somebody else on the entry or exit. Oh, to d-
0: that's right. Uh, it, uh, hang on. Kyle Peters and it was that uh, the 85 Bush car. Yeah. And I can't remember the guy's name. Oh, uh, Troy DeCare won the sprint car race over at Citrus. And it's kind of disappointing. There's only 10, 10 cars there. So mm. not sure what's going on with the sprint cars this year, but. Uh, that would explain why they're not at New Smyrna this year.
1: But yeah, the the pure stock was definitely Kyle Peters. I don't know who runs yeah, the Bush car. It was that.
0: It was that eighty-five that Camaro. And yeah, I, I T-bone
1: into the pit opening. It was just a crazy night at Citrus, and the full moon didn't happen for three days.
0: And their night of carnage is this, this weekend. Be- yeah, but apparently they had it last weekend as well.
1: It was the pre-game party. It was apparently. The, yes,
0: it was the pre-show. <laughs> So I mean, we were at Citrus a couple weeks ago, as we talked about on the show, and I remember just kind of joking around. Uh, Frank was with us, and I was joking, "Man, someone's gonna go into the pond because they got the little pond in the infield." And he's like, "Nah, someone's gonna go up over the the light mounds." He was a week short. He was a week short on that bet because yep. that that guy went right over the mound, and, and the video's everywhere. It went viral. I mean, NASCAR people were sharing. Clint that Boyer bet. shared it. Yeah, it was. It's everywhere. So if you haven't seen it, I mean, you know, thank God everybody's okay, and it wasn't yes. worse. Than, Good thing uh, they're not going to need a pace car for for this weekend, but pretty pretty crazy night. I'm going to use there.
1: the challenger as the pace car. No, I will pull it off the track. No,
0: I'll get another flat tire.
1: Well, you need to check your.
0: I I know, I got a yeah, I already eight. got a tire situation, but you need uh, to
1: check your Becky Junior situation. Yes, yes,
0: get the Be- old before air pump we out. drive
1: for an hour and twenty minutes over to Citrus. Okay, so this coming week we have,
0: I we sent get, you. We have we have all kinds of things coming up, but. Uh, Real quick before we move on to that. Um
1: Oh Sorry.
0: what do you want? To, what go ahead.
1: Well it's in the upcoming events for this week. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Well we'll get to that on. in
0: a minute. But uh real quick to kind of finish off, I know this is kind of a uh, a rough recap of the week, but we had a pretty darn good NASCAR race at Phoenix. The the new uh smaller spoiler, the new short track package that they tried out, I think that's a win. And I was concerned having Phoenix as the yes. championship race and it kind of being lackluster. No, nope, not nope, anymore. Nope, those concerns are gone. That race was fun. It was a fun race. California, eh. I'm we just, both kind of dozed off on that one. but
1: I'm thinking we take Dawson to Phoenix for his fourth <laughs> birthday.
0: <laughs> yeah, good luck, good luck if paying for that. hopes and dreams. Um, but yeah, it was a great race at Phoenix. I, I know you were disappointed with the winner. I, I like Joey Vagana. You don't. It was a fun race, though. I mean, you had Denny Hamlin wrecking half the field. Taking Brad Keselowski and Ryan Denny Blaney Hamlin out. Brad Denny Keselowski still wins the stage. And then there was all this strategy, and tires mattered at the end. And there was spins, there was crashes, there was good racing, cars getting loose. That's what I, we like to I see. I
1: loved seeing the five wide on restarts oh, yeah, and all that stuff. So, like, all that, that, that
0: pavement there on the front stretch? Crazy. And if
1: I had to hear about the traction. what, what, what PJ1. What, but but what, what was Jeff Gordon calling it the whole time? The uh, traction.
0: The traction. Uh, the, traction compound? The traction well, Joey compound. Joey Logano called it the awesome sauce.
1: I was going to start taking shots if I had to wor- hear the word traction compound. Because yeah, I think within dread, about dead. the first like, 10 minutes of the race, I heard it about a million times. Yeah. That's all I could talk about. Don't make a drinking game out of traction compound. You'll be drunk
0: before the race starts. If Joey Logano doesn't start making his own barbecue sauce and calling it, awesome it awesome sauce, sauce he's well, missing out on a good I opportunity. Mean,
1: I won't ever buy it. So.
0: But yeah. yeah, It, was, it would it have to have Oscar a side race. of guacamole. I, I will say that this season so far has been pretty exciting, and I'm, I'm kind of glad to see that. Um, of course, they're going to Atlanta this weekend, so they have the the high downforce package, the big spoilers back for the mile and a half, but it's worn out, so probably, I don't I don't know. The the downforce package, the high downforce package works well on a smooth racetrack and cool weather when they can stay closer together. I think Atlanta's going to be a little bit strung out, but who knows? Um, I'm looking forward Brad to. As long Brad
1: Keselowski don't win it again, I'm good.
0: Oh, well, he's got a shot. I think this is Kyle Busch's weekend, but I'm going to say that every week. Truex
1: finished so. second last week or last year at Atlanta, so yeah. I'm going to hope that he Keselowski,
0: finishes... Truex, Hamlin, um, Harvick's going to be good there.
1: Hamlin finished 11th there last
0: year. He finished behind Daniel Suarez last year. How did that happen? That ain't going to happen this year. Suarez, is... you know that Daniel Suarez who missed the Daytona 500. Is higher than Christopher Bell in the points right now? I don't like him. You know Ryan Newman is higher in points than Christopher Bell right now?
1: I really want Michael McDowell to do Michael McDowell things <laughs> against Daniel Suarez again. <laughs> Take him out.
0: Yeah, so uh, of course next week we'll we'll talk about the Atlanta race a little bit. But there is a lot of other things coming up. But you were very excited about something. So what uh, what got you all excited over there?
1: Uh, the Arca race at Pensacola Ah, this weekend. Yes. Yes.
0: Second race. They had a good one. It was all right at New Smyrna. Derek Griffith was the show in that one. And he is back. He's got himself a new sponsor, so he'll be representing.
1: But also
0: Go ahead, give us give us the who's who of the Pensacola race.
1: We got Bubba Pollard in the Harris Oh crap. Running for DGR Crosley yes, in the, the Harrison, Harrison work wear.
0: Harrison something yeah, TM M ranch sponsored 17 or something like that or 25 yeah, 17. Like that.
1: 17 I was I was, g- was going to say Chevrolet but he's totally in a Ford um, and then we also have Max McLaughlin and his Toyota Derek Griffin Is that the one. Okay. Yep. Derek Griffith, have you seen that gorgeous lollipop? You know, it reminds me of the 02
0: Jelly Bean car. That's what I was thinking. Yes. Jim Englebright.
1: I love it. Uh, Chase Cabry, Nick Sanchez, Stephen Nassie. 09? Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Connor Mm -hmm. Okrezik.
0: Okay. Oh, good.
1: Good. Ty Gibbs, of course, in his 18 18 Monster Toyota. Sam Mayer, the New Smyrna. He was the winner at New Smyrna,
0: so he's going for two for two on the year.
1: Brandon Oakley.
0: Ooh, cool.
1: Brett Holmes.
0: Brett Holmes. I didn't say Bray.
1: I said Is Brett. twenty-three. Yes.
0: Cool. All right.
1: Mason Diaz. All right.
0: Twenty-four. Yes.
1: Tristan Van. Weiringen. Weiringen. Yeah. Weiringen.
0: Yeah. That's a hard name to say, man. Whew.
1: Parker Retzlaff. Daniel Die. Daniel Die. Giovanni Bramante, and then G. Justin Bramante. Carroll.
0: You know, it's so, it's funny. I saw Daniel Die's Facebook or tweet the other day, and he's like. This five flags race looks like a who's who of late model races, and I'm like, it, you
1: know what? It really it, does. It does, that. and
0: I'm glad to see. First of all, I'm glad to see this Arca East West thing working out well, uh, with good fields and good names, and and I'm good. Uh, I'm glad to see some of these late model guys moving up into that series.
1: I missed Corey Hyman his Venturini Motorsports car.
0: So where were they at? About twenty cars or so. Twenty. They're at. 18. 18? Okay, well, listen.
1: Which at Five Flags should be a decent race. Listen, we had, what, many... 21 at New Smyrna?
0: Yeah, we originally had 18 or 19, and I think we started 21 or 22. Yeah. In today's climate, with with how expensive racing is, if you can get over 20, if you can get around 20, especially on a half-mile track, it'll be good. And mm-hmm. the names in there, I mean, Bubba Pollard, that's going to be a story. Nassie, uh, Daniel Dye, Die just... Gibbs, Sam I... Mayer. I Brent want Holmes even
1: I want a little diecast of Derek's car because it's the uh, the original lollipop car and it's so yeah. colorful and bright and vibrant and I hate yellow race cars but I love this one.
0: Well, it's going to be also I just there's so Derek. many names in that race to follow that uh, it, it'll be exciting to follow. Yeah. Whereas I after New Smart, I could kind of care less about the East and West series, but now I'll, I'll be following a lot more this year. So. Uh, that that's going to be a good race uh, up there at Five Flags. If you're in that area, definitely go up there and check that out. I kind of wish we were closer, but that is just not.
1: You scared to make a nine-hour that drive? Is,
0: that is not a drive that I'm looking for right now. Um, So going on a little closer to home at 417 Southern Speedway, uh, the Florida Pro Truck Challenge Series, of course, back in action. They kicked off their season at New Smyrna during the World Series, and um, it was Brennan Pletcher who won that event. Uh, kind of nice surprise there, in a caution-free event. So we'll see what they can do at four seventeen. I'm sure Cody Crocker will be there in the twenty-seven. He would be my pick to win. Oh, is that the His, little guy? That's the little guy that won when we were there a couple yeah. months ago. I'm sorry. Uh, so I expect him to be pretty good. They're Becca's also racing. That's my pick um, to win. But yeah, he's going to have some competition. I mean, Lester will be there. Becca will be there. Derek Pugh is going to be good.
1: Becca, Derek, and Bray are like yep. tied for me. Bray
0: Holmes, Brandon Pletcher. You, you, you're going to have good good field. I'm sure. Uh, I hope, uh, I hope Michael Whipple's there again. Hopefully they got the, the bugs worked out of that truck. Uh, but that should be a good race. If you're a little bit south, that'll be a good place to go. Uh, they got Street Stocks, V8 Bombers, Mini Stocks, Outlaw Mods there as well. Uh, Auburndale back in action for the St. Patrick's Day Sportsman 50. I love Auburndale's marketing. They they look at what's coming up on the calendar, and they, they give their races that extra sparkle. They give them a sparkle. name. They it's give them awesome. a name. Like, instead of just the Sportsman 50, it is the St. Patrick's Day Sportsman 50. I would have called it the Leprechaun 50 myself, but um, I I like that they get creative. I think that's something that maybe. a pot of
1: gold Sportsman
0: 50. Was it a pot of pot of gold 50? Yeah luck of the irish luck of the irish yeah. 50 but the, still so rick bristol's there, doing awesome marketing yeah, with what he, he has. really is and you know i was like oh this is the super bowl 50 when i was working with him he's like yeah i just looked at what was on the schedule and picks. i'm like no no no, i like that i i really like that it's so much more creative than what's going on tonight Pro late 50. 50. you yeah. know you got the ideally all the races would be sponsored, so it would be the O'Reilly Auto Part. It Park would be awesome. Pro O'Reilly Auto
1: Part luck of the Irish 50, because right. O'Reilly's right. logo is a freaking four-leaf clover. I know. I had to look at it for now, three years.
0: I, I wish... This is what I would have done if I was the marketing person at New Smyrna, because uh, every weekly event has a big class, having a 50-lapper, either the pro Prolates, or the Modifieds. Mm-hmm. What I would have done is found a title sponsor for the Supers, the Pros, and the Modifieds. So... You have the Skips Western Outfitters Modified 50. If ifs and that,
1: buts were candy and nuts, we'd all
0: have a very Merry right, Christmas. Right, but I, I'm just saying, or you come up with a, a clever name. I mean, yes. I'm going to call it the Super Light Model 50 series, because that just makes it sound... Yeah. A series makes it sound more important, blah, 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 blah. It's all marketing.
1: Anyways, but, what else yes. is on the schedule for Yeah, uh, So
0: kudos to Auburndale and their marketing there. Uh, so there's the Sportsman 50. They have the Mini Cups. They have their new Bombers, which I believe are the kind of strictly stock V8s uh mod minis and pure stocks uh showtime will be back in action over there they're gonna have open wheel modifieds outlaw pro figure eights which are the the those are the those are the figure eights that they get down for the big race with mark tunney so those things are pretty cool exactly uh little gator little gator legend cards will be over there as well along with mini stocks street stocks strictly stock and outlaw ford figure they got a whole bunch of crap at showtime i mean when you put that many divisions, it's you're bound to have something crazy happen. So that's gonna be a good show over there. And then I'll let you tell everybody where are we gonna be here this weekend because we're getting back to the races.
1: And it's so funny because it's you that wants to go to this event and not me. Yeah. But happy birthday weekend, Margot. I get to go you see had some your birthday shit weekend last torn. Weekend. I got a week.
0: Yeah. So
1: I get to see some shit torn up. Yeah. At Citrus County Speedway this Saturday at 7.
0: 7 o'clock? You got it.
1: You have the Night of Carnage, School Bus Figure 8, Outlaw Ford Figure 8, the Grocery Getter Enduro, Chain Race, Boat Trailer Race, Flagpole Race, and a Demolition Derby.
0: Now, it's... Yes, you're, you're hearing that correctly. It is basically Crash Rama. It is not a tour destruction sanctioned thing. It's their own deal, but... What well, last time that they, they had, had
1: the... a school bus figure eight, a bus went up and
0: over the wall. Yeah, because they had those little jersey barriers up, but in still, one, it which is went sketchy. through the wall. That's yeah. Well, cool. that's why it was a jersey barrier that it ran down. When I was there uh, a couple weeks ago, I'm like, yeah, that explains it. But what I'm excited about is they had their little grocery getter enduro a couple weeks ago. We talked about it on the show, and I didn't like the format. And they'll probably do whatever they're going to do with the format, but it was a good event. And they're talking. This they time that like, they'll have they you, had
1: over a hundred cars. Yeah, last and, and they're
0: talking time. it up like they're gonna have even more because the event went so well last time. And you know what I really like? I was kind of reading through their event today when I was when it popped up on my face. I'm like, oh yeah, I'd be interested in going to that. That sounds like fun. They're letting the drivers in the pits free.
1: I saw that. So that's that's, awesome.
0: that's, that's how you get some people out there. Uh,
1: I'm just excited to see a chain race. I I'm excited freaky. to see those
0: those outlaw figure eight things again
1: i love chain races i love flagpole races i love boat trailer races although i need to remember to bring some sunglasses because that fiberglass
0: flying up in your eyeballs ain't no fun yeah it's it's gonna be a crazy night um you know we went there to watch the sportsman a couple weeks ago for the uh for the wheelman series yeah it was serious we had some fun but this will be a night where we can just go and let loose enjoy some crazy carnage because after that, it is race season at New Smyrna. Yeah, this
1: is a night that we're allowed to cheer for guys wrecking. <laughs> right, right.
0: Because after that, we're going to be booked in serious the rest of the year here. So we're going to go to uh, we're going to go to Citrus, enjoy ourselves. I believe uh, one of our other track employees will be coming with us uh, to enjoy the evening as well. Track official. Um, so yeah, on uh, on next weekend's show, hopefully we can start things off on a more positive note. Um, you know, just keep David Rogers' uh, friends and family in your thoughts and prayers. If we know more about any of the services or any special things coming up at New Smyrna uh, in his honor, of course, we'll be sure to pass it along. And they have things in the works that are, you know, working things out, trying to figure out what we're going to do. Uh, when we know, we'll tell you. Um, we'll get you ready for the New Smyrna opener next week. Um, you can register. Uh, if you're going to come out, you can register. Let us know you're going to be there. Of course, we'll be doing programs all year long. We did it for World Series, and we're going to do it each and every week. And we're going to build those rosters out. So if you want to let us know that you're coming, please do so I can add you to the uh, to the program. Um, we'll talk some NASCAR. NASCAR at Atlanta, of course. The bounty is happening on Kyle Busch this weekend. So. Not a big fan of the bounty, but we'll see if that spices things up.
1: Wait, this Friday is yeah. the truck race. We need to go somewhere where we can watch it because Chase Elliott's racing it. Yeah,
0: we'll stream it right here to the TV. It'll be perfect.
1: I don't like that idea. Yeah, well, I'm just kidding. Uh,
0: but yeah, we'll be watching the bounty. Uh, we'll, we'll catch up on all the happenings at Atlanta. Uh, we'll recap the you know the Carnage night at Citrus. Try to get some uh, some more notes on what's going on in the other events we talked about, and uh, we'll be back for another episode of Racing with Ryan next week. And then, like I said, we're into the regular season. If Margo doesn't uh, <laughs> sneeze her face off over there, uh, we we'll are back for the regular wow. season. New Smyrna starting on March 21st, and that's where we will be unless we ran out super early and we go somewhere else. Um, and uh, I will definitely do my best to go through the pits on... Uh, on that Saturday when we start and talk to some of the drivers, get their preseason thoughts on new Smyrna, add that to the show. And, and, you know, next week we'll come in, have some fun and then we'll get real serious here on the show. But, uh, any final thoughts before we sign off here, Margo?
1: Nope. Just, uh, nope. But then I'm going to talk, yeah. uh, just thoughts and prayers to Melanie and Jonna and yeah. the entire, John uh, Roger Collard and all them. I said, Jonna, That is David's daughter. Okay. The entire Rogers family, John Collard, all of the TM Ranch racing boys, thoughts and prayers, the number 11 will live on in everyone's hearts. Yes.
0: And man, I'll just put it out there. I really hope that I I can understand if they take some time off, but I really, really hope that they continue. Uh, People are talking about retiring the number. No, I I would love to see the legacy, the 11 ride on. And yes, pun intended with the horses, Um, (sighs) uh, I'd like to see them gallop right on back to the racetrack and uh, and, and be with us some more because we definitely love having that whole team, that whole family. And uh, yeah, it won't be David Rogers, but seeing that car out there will still be special no matter who's driving it. So, um, got if I'm telling you, if they're there w- with the car to race or not, it doesn't matter. If that car is there, I'll probably have a moment at the track. I, I, if they're there or not, I'll probably have a moment at the track. I might just go sit in that spot for a few minutes. You know, Take it all in. But, uh, anyways, with that said, guys, we'll be back with you in an episode of Race for the Y'all have a good night.
1: Goodbye. Bye. Bye.